Hello, All Beer Inside listeners. We here at All Beer Inside understand that not everyone has the time to watch a YouTube video, so we've decided to present as our second weekly episode one of our previous interviews in the audio-only portion for your ear holes. This is the audio from episode 95 of our YouTube show, which was originally released on September 17th, 2021. You could subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and most other listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask that you rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you're getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside, back at the breweries. I'm your not-so-humble host, Carp, and today we are in Joliet area of Quebec. Uh, joining us today is Paul from L'Alchemist Brewery. Hi. Hi, thank you very much for taking time in your schedule to speak with us about <laughs> uh, your products and yep. your passion and your beers today. Uh, speaking of your beers, you brought me out some delicious looking beers to try. Exactly. What's uh, number one I'm going to be trying? Number one is our Alchemist Blanc, you know, traditional one that we've, uh, you know, it's been in the market for over 20 years. So, but we, uh, we actually changed it, they'll change. We didn't change the recipe since we, since I acquired the brewery, but we changed the filtra- filtration uh, method. We, we figured out there was a lot more uh, oxygen than we thought in the beer. And now we're changing the, the, the filtration and actually now it's one of my top five beers here. So. Blondes, from a, for me, what I see from a craft brewery, it's, usually it's more the local people that try it. But we have a, you know, obviously provincial distribution with this one, and it's been around. So, really happy of this product. It's, uh, I think it's, 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 uh, it's winning to keep, to be discovered again. Perfect. So, uh, enjoy it. Awesome. <laughs> What's the alcohol on this? It's five percent. Nice. So it's a. It's a Pilsner. Uh, do we do cheers with this? Yeah. Uh, well, we. It's called toast. <laughs> a a toast. toast. <laughs> I should have had the same one, but it's a. Ooh, so, um, yeah, so we, I uh, know it's a Pilsner type, so it takes six weeks to make, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, really, really Ooh. crisp. So, uh, quite happy of the result of, uh, of what our head brewer did with this one. Yeah. Crisp, clean, nice, like, patio beer, or if you're watching a sport, yeah. this is something you could definitely have quite a few of. Ooh. That's a very nice beer. <laughs> Not wasting uh, any time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, why well, take my time? <laughs> uh, so, what's the beer story? What's, uh... Your, sto- your beer story, like what brought you to the beer, what created the brewery, everything yeah. like that. So, uh, sorry with me, I've, I've been in the beer business for actually 24 years now. I, already I worked for the big breweries uh, out of Montreal. I was a Coors Light marketing guy. Then I, a, I worked in BC and I worked for, in Alberta for Heineken. Then I had a crazy idea launching my own brand. So quit everything, moved back to Montreal. I started a brand called actually MTL Premium Lager. It was okay. made to sell Montreal, mm-hmm. to, to sell outside of Quebec. So uh, we sold it up in BC and Alberta, but hey, had, a, had the issues that any entrepreneur do. Like we think you know, we're above this, but you know, had that, some issues. But at the same time, I bought a small brewery in Griffintown called Beer Briar. So we called Brissette. We launched Broken Seven. Then uh, we kind of coast for a few years, but then I, I was lucky enough to meet the, uh, the last owner of Alchemist. So where we launched the, the Vilain Brasseur uh, pr- uh, plan or uh, ideas. Then we did it for a couple of years and then classic, uh, you know, owner that want to retire. I raised my hand. I'm like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to be <laughs> taking that brewery. And uh, yeah, two years ago, I acquired Alchemist, which is uh, a perfect playground for me to do all the ideas that we have. And, you know, it's a 20,000 square feet brewery. So it's, uh, you know, the equipment that is here is, yeah. uh, you know, really well done. So it was I think what we needed is more rebrand, kind of do, redo the commercial uh, strategy work again with better distributors and then you know rebrand and we'll, we'll talk about it and so uh, yeah so Alchemy has been around for 20 years now I'm the third generation of owner it started in 2001 in mm-hmm. uh, downtown Joliet as a little brew pub 
It's funny how a lot of people in the industry, they say, oh, I started to drink craft beer with Alchemist, you know, yeah. the Buck de Joliette in 2005. <laughs> so Alchemist, you know, was really craft. The first generation became really more mainstream on the second one. And from, for me, the third one, we're trying to go back a little bit or kind of take a page, the, the best page of both plans yeah. and put it in 2021 style. So uh, we kind of get really a lot closer to a consumer, uh, right? We're right in our new tap room. Uh, because you know there was no, nothing for six years mm -hmm. to, to serve beer actually directly to consumer, <laughs> so a lot of things to change. But you know it was a really well done base, um, and Alchemist is well known provincially. You know it's a, it's a, I, I, I keep saying you know, I think it was too big <laughs> for the small one and too small yeah. for the big ones. Yeah. Kind of no man's land, but it's uh, interesting enough now. You know I uh, we have a, our head brewer is fantastic. You know he couldn't be here this morning, but. You know, he's, you know, he's been doing an amazing job with all the recipes. We kind of revisit everything, you know, look at our, you know, our way that we, all our processes. So, and with a great marketing team, I think now we're putting it together to, to be successful for the future, for the next years, I guess. Yeah, because uh, to be honest, I don't recall Alchemist at all, except for maybe the last four or five years being on shelves. So, yeah, but we, like in 2014, I think Alchemist was selling like a lot of cases mm -hmm. in Costco and everything, but then you had distribution issues. And once again, it was it didn't you know to you know to all the respect of the previous owner, he didn't have it in him to hey let's let's follow let's there's new beers like he was not into that and he he, he didn't feel like it so that's why you didn't see Alchemist and Alchemist was in you know the metro and the IGAs but you know hey any specialty stores wouldn't carry Alchemist rightfully so because it was you know beers that was really filtered really really thin and you know there was not a lot of flavors into it or really a lot of anything special. So which we're trying to do now and with, you know, with what you can see even on the, on the camera. Yeah, and, and as you mentioned, like for myself, it's going to those specialty beer stores and, and finding new brands. And it's like, oh, Alchemist, I hadn't heard these guys before. And then, you know, uh, then Latinoid Beer launched, which we'll talk about later. So it's like, oh, so now I'm starting to discover your beers more. And then you mentioning you had Vilaine, you have the Abrasseur Lanaudière. So it's, it's your brewery, but you're also contract brewing at the same time, which is pretty cool. You are in a huge location in... <laughs> The industrial sector of Joliet, so you have the place. You obviously have the passion to keep your brewer and yourself keep you know, recreating yourself, which is pretty cool. Yeah, we did that. That's why you know I think too, you know the the authentic line we call it with the big A. You know, it's really a classic. You know, it's one style, one product mm -hmm. per style. You know, it's really simple: one IPA, one blonde, one pale ale, one rose. But then how you know we you know we wanted to connect to the region is like because La Nodière has a lot of great producers of. Of products, so we call the line Brasser la Nodière. So we're like right at the beginning when when I acquired two years ago, we started to make beers with honey and Camrys and and uh, donuts. And yeah. <laughs> so we started to do all these stuff, and and you know we thought, and we'll talk about the line Louis Louis that we created, but we thought that would give us a bit back of the credibility. But the Brasser la Nodière, with you know when you brew, you know like once again a stout with you know Beng Dantin, yeah. you know it's it it kind of hurt, you know it hits the imaginary, and then. But and, and I think it was really well done. So so that really helped us kind of connect to the region and plus show that we're able to brew great beer and you know and different style of beer. As you mentioned too, like having being with the old partner and him, you felt not really wanting to expand the brand. And then with obviously, I can hear the passion in your voice. And like, <laughs> let's get out there, let's do stuff. And you're not the only one. We spoke with other breweries where it's like, yeah, my former partner, my former partner, and it's like, what? I don't understand just trying to keep yourself like small in any way. You know, Quebec is a huge province. We have neighbors to the Maritimes. We have neighbors to the uh, West as well in Ontario. So why not promote the beers on like those kind of border beer lines 
where it's like, oh, somebody from New Brunswick comes in. Hey, I haven't seen these guys before. Let's try them. Oh, yeah. Let's go deeper into Quebec. Let's try. And you're obviously in a little more East End. You're not Quebec City or anything like that. But right in the middle of the province. (laughs) Yeah. You're what? Three hours maybe to the New Brunswick borderline. So for myself, I travel three beer, three hours for beer like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not a problem. So that getting your beers out there more and, and, you know, come see us, please. And but yeah, to your point, I think the, the old partner, like it's just the, the market that he's trying to cater to. Like he was really trying to get to the Coors Light drinkers yeah. to, you know, to do the step, right? They're really close to that line. Yeah. Like, you know, you're talking about border lines, but I was talking about consumer line, yeah. right? And I think we're trying to get more in the, you know, not the beer geeks, but the more, more sophisticated beer drinker. That's what we're, we're trying to do. So to your point, I'd love to, you know, obviously in, in the midterm, yeah, I'd love to have, you know, people in New Brunswick from Ontario to come here. Yeah. But first, we, try to, we need to, to rebuild our credibility in the Quebec market. So that's what we've been doing over the last year and a half. And we know it's not going to turn overnight. It mm-hmm. takes time, obviously. And because we had the choice, like we could have, you know, kind of canceled the Alchemist brand and start fresh. But no, because here, Alchemist has good notoriety. There's 20 years of brewing knowledge as well, yeah. right? So it's not just, okay, Richie, you have an advantage to start a brewery from fresh, from start, from scratch, sorry. But then here we have a brewery that's 20 years of history that we can take some from it and then, you know, build from there. So that's the, that's the plan is really to, to, to tell Quebec consumer, hey, Alchemist is doing good beer, right? And, and, and different beer, something that, that's going to surprise you versus the, okay, Alchemist is just blonde, mm-hmm. rose, and white beer, right? So. Yeah, you know, like that's Boreal. They, they finally started like recreating their line, but that's who they were. They were Boreal Blonde, Boreal Bruce. And when I, they realized, obviously, like we need to get everybody. So let's yep. get the craft beer geeks as well. Let's create a new IPA. Let's create a new this. Let's create a new that. So uh, you guys are the same way. It's like, yes, let's stick with the core brown, but let's expand on that too, exactly. which is very important. So well, I like, to, I like to say like the president of Bugat is a friend of mine. So yeah. I like to say that we, we just need to take one page of their book yeah. and then, and then, but to use it to our, to, to our recipe, because once again, for us, Lanaudière, we're the first brewery uh, that was built, the first craft brewery in, in Lanaudière 20 years ago. So, you know, we have our roots here and well, I see we want to be close to our region yeah. and to the producer and even to, you mentioned, and we'll talk about it to, to the other breweries because Lanaudière has a lot of new breweries. Yes. That's what we, that's why we need to to tell people, hey, yeah. Lanaudière, by the way, hey, we're here, yeah. Yeah. right? It's like, there's, you know, hey, Gaspésie's fine, yeah. Eastern Township is fine, but hey, there's 15 breweries here that, yeah. you know, they're worth the visit, right? So. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that's what I'm starting to like about Quebec, uh, especially is that, yeah, people like yourself are stepping up and it's like, here's a region, come try our beers. There's Quebec City, go try their beers. And so each region, outside of Montreal, obviously we're from where we're from, it's just like, yeah, just go, there's a brewery somewhere. But it's interesting that given that, you know, Salut Bonjour, like yeah. two weeks, for two weekends in a row, they talked about it. They're talking, oh, yeah. hey, there's, there's route, you know, in, in different regions. Yeah. So it's like, people are excited. And it's, you know, to your point, it's great that the regions are branding themselves and communicating themselves yeah. because consumer, I, I keep saying like a lot of consumer, we, we in the industry, sometimes we assume that people know. Right. So, yeah. oh, no, they know our brewery. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. Yeah. Give them the, the right tool and then, you know, to, to educate them yeah. on where the breweries are and what they are all about. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I like to talk about this now. You guys, you'd mentioned you were around 20 years, but obviously you were just kind of in Joliet and not really out there. What were kind of some like difficulties yourself taking over as the general manager owner and as well other difficulties of getting the brand out there in the rest of Quebec? Yeah. Well, um, that's why I say I was in terms of the distribution, I think, you know, what we keep, 
not we forget, but distribution is a key part of obviously the value chain of, of brewery because you, you need to get your products to the shelf so people they can drink it. So Alchemist used to you know have ten trucks, ten reps, and all this. They kind of went with a distributor that is not even no longer existing right now. So so retailers, while all these other breweries were growing or starting and knocking on their doors, so, so the retailers were like, well, Alchemist, who do we talk to? Right? They didn't know, so they we they got rid of us. Right? So we had to rebuild those relationships. So that was a big hurdle. So we overinvested in, you know, pre retail presence, work with our distributors, uh, like a, we work with Transbu now. So we, you know, work closely with them to make sure that, hey, the message is right. We explain the products, et cetera, et cetera. So that was one big hurdle. And once again, the hurdle is, is uh, on, on the brand side and on the product side, it was like, is the perception that, that once again, like, Alchemist is not really craft, right? Mm -hmm. So which, hey, we're like, We'll talk. We'll drink. We'll drink the Rus and we'll drink the IPA, RIPA. So, which you know, it's funny how people now they drink here and they're like, okay, oh, okay, that, that's not what I expected, right? Yeah. Well, it's not what I thought it would taste like. So, so, but once again, it's going to be day day in and day out. We're going to keep keep you know obviously sampling people, and you know we're our authentic the line is really accessible price as well. It's between two for six or three twenty nine. So it's really an accessible price for you know for for craft beer drinkers mm -hmm. like for we, we say we talk to the craft beer drinkers during the week that they can hey you want something you know it's, it's consistent it's quality you know it's nothing crazy but you'll get you know a really good bang for your buck so that's that's what we so that's what some of the obstacles that we've uh, and then you know uh, we wanted to once again when I started negotiating to, to acquire this my first call was to the city to so to know if I can build a, a tap room because yes. that was you know, I always to own a brewery in Griffintown. There was no tap room. So that was something that was missing that I wanted to have to the consumer. I'm part owner of Helm as well in, uh, in the Milan. So, mm -hmm. but, so that, that's something that, you know, really, you know, gives a, it's a different feel when you have a brewery that can talk to consumer. So we built uh, this nice tap room, but, you know, it was ready. It's been ready since January. So six for six months, we were here at the end of the day, having a beer at the bar, like, oh, we have a really nice bar. Nobody yeah. can have it. So we've been open for a month and a half, which, you know, once again, that was a, not a hurdle, but it's like a frustration that yeah. we're like, okay, we're ready. We're ready. So, but uh, yeah, but I think once again, I think we're really optimist for, for what's, what's ahead. Mm -hmm. And I think we're, you know, we turned the ship. It was a big ship to turn around. And, uh, and I think we're, we're poised for, for good stuff in the future. Like uh, one last point I want to say is even the staff, like, you know, once again, like brewers, you know, I'm not a brewer, but you know, we, the brewers that were here, they were, they were brewing the same beer day in and yeah. day out. And in 2021, <laughs> you, don't, you don't get a lot of brewers. They don't stay to your brewery really long if yeah. you don't give them projects and stuff. So now we have four brewers, which they're really creative, and we give them a lot of lead away to, you know, yes, we have our ideas, but at the same time, they have their ideas on, hey, we should, you know, should hey, what about we brew this, brew that? And then, so it's a really, we're really happy with the, the dynamic and the, the, the team that we have. Like to, to complement our, our strengths, right? All right, what's beer number two I'm going to be trying here? So that's the Rus. Um, so when, uh, the one fun, fun fact is when we, uh, when we started, uh, when I acquired here, I did a, a panel <laughs> with our staff upstairs. And I was like, hey, let's try the beer. And I'm like, hey, the white beer? Nah, no, don't like it. <laughs> Rus don't like it. And then we kind of tweaked the recipe. But the Rus, we started from scratch. And we wanted really something really balanced, like a bit of caramel taste, but mm -hmm. nothing... Nothing too thick, right? Because uh, sometimes the the Rus, I think they're they're you can you can there's a big spectrum of uh, yeah. where we can be in the Rus, right? So quite accessible, but a real a, a good bite to it. So really malty, and then the, the little caramel feel to it. So awesome. enjoy. 
as we do. Toast. Toast. <laughs> I learned fast. <laughs> the caramels are like a great level. Yeah, this is a tasty ruse. This is another beer where, like, if I were a uh, play softball, you know, I'd probably go blonde and roost for like my day because it happened to me. It was like, oh, yeah, I would drink craft beer. And it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I got to drink a Coors because I'm out of beer. And like, oh, my God, I can <laughs> taste the preservatives. Ah. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. No, it's really accessible. And once again, and it, you know, you can drink a few of those without, you know, being like, it being too, uh, what's the word I'm looking at, you know, in your mouth, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, any burning sensations yeah. or anything like that. No, they're, they're both like nice and clean, well-balanced beers, so it's, it's very impressive. Um, the City of Joliet was obviously very cool with you opening the tap room. I'm sure, you know, pandemic is like, oh, let's, we'll do the renovations while people can't be here, so at least we could do that. And then all of a sudden it's like, we still can't open. Come on, <laughs> come on in. More have opened during the pandemic across Canada than have closed, which is awesome to hear. It's shows that people want new and local beers. Oh, for sure. And we're all about supporting local. But I think, yeah, and, and it's, it, to your point, I think it's great that, that you know, people, that breweries kind of survive mm -hmm. through this. But, you know, now we're, what, 275 breweries in Quebec approximately. I think my, I keep saying in five years, it'll be 400 or so, yeah. right? Because I think that's, that's what people keep forgetting, how fast the, the industry evolves. Like, we keep forgetting, like, two years ago, there was no big fridge in, in IGAs and Metro, no. right? There's was, there was nothing like that, right? So, so even, even, and now, like, the, the breweries, every small village are, are getting, is getting one, which is great, because used to be the bar that where our parents used to go and drink 50 or more, or Molson, yeah. but now, you know, they drink craft beer, which is great, because it's, it shows creativity, it's, you know, it's a local flavor, so it's, I think it's great. I think it's, I'm just excited about what's coming up for the industry in the next 10, 15 years. So Adashimis, you said, has been a brand for 20 years. Do you recall why it's called Adashimis? Were you given that story? Or? Well, you know, it's, it goes back, I think, to the, uh, the origin, like the definition of Adashimis, which mm -hmm. is, you know, some, someone that, you know, yeah. <laughs> mix things and then mm -hmm. creates gold, yeah. right? So, so that's why for us, you know, like, yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because we all know the al alchemists in Vermont. Yes. And, you know, it's been alchemists in Vermont was in, in, in 2007. So Alchemist in, in Quebec existed prior to this, right? Like that's why for me, I like the name because it's interesting how for me, we're gonna not spin it to our advantage today because you said it, we're a multi-brand brewery now. Yeah. We have, you know, obviously we're, we're contract brewing, we're doing different stuff. So, so I think Alchemist, the name takes all the sense at that time, right? So, so even as in 2010, 21. So uh, Alchemist obviously, I'm sure you get alchemy all the time. People are like, hey, why aren't you in Vermont? <laughs> You're like, no, we're really yet now. What Vermont's an hour maybe south? Yeah, so an hour and a half. Not yeah. too bad. Nope. Which would I? I mean, that'd be funny. You do alchemy and then alchemist, or you do back and forth. Like Vermonters. Well, when the Vermonters can, Vermonters can come up here again. When we could go back to Vermont, that would. I, I think so the uh, I think the, the previous owner tried to reach out. Yeah. But I, go, I, I that's what he told me because I was like, "Have you ever worked mm -hmm. with them or not?" Yeah. And it's like, "Oh, we tried to reach out or we talked, but nothing ever happened." So for me. Even with the pandemic, but at the mm -hmm. same time, I was like, hey, let's do our, uh, hey, let's clean our house. And then yeah. after that, we can say, hey, look what we're doing and let's have a discussion. Hey, eventually, who knows yeah. what, you know. What uh, when it comes to the labeling, now, the A is very predominant on one side of the can. And then it's very, like, for, for your base brand, where it's <coughs> Pale Ale Douglas uh, and stuff. And then it's, you know, simple explanation on the front. What made you decide to go with that label? Great question. Like, we, 
we debated actually because we could have gone in every different direction because yeah. the first branding was real more like I call medieval, like, you know, kind mm -hmm. of thing, like the, yeah. the early 2000s kind of branding. I was then, uh, like Domaine Bertrum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. really like, yeah. you know, like swords and stuff like yeah. that, right? So, <laughs> yeah. and the second one was, you know, kind of mainstream or way, way more mainstreamish, like, like, mm -hmm. like macro breweries. And then we want to have um, something really for the consumer, like really easy to, to notice on the shelf. Because once again, I, I mentioned a, a, just a bit before, the landscape evolved so fast. And now there's like 400 craft beers in an IGA or yeah. Metro or Maxi now. So for us, because it was, once again, it's a, we call it the Gamma Tantic, you know, which is, you know, one, one beer per style. We want something easy to understand the consumer. And that's why we're like, hey, let's put the A forward. And in French, we call it the you know, like reassuring, like, so yeah. feel good about it. Once again, it's 20 years of brewing knowledge. It's a, it's well done beer. It's accessible for price so hey i know what i'm getting with this and i can easily find it because when your eyes go to the on the yeah. shelves you see you know all these different colors these different these yeah. different graphics which are great when they have in your hands but for a consumer it's tough to to, to understand right mm -hmm. or to, to even to make a choice right so so uh, that's what we did for that and then we're what the Brassenaudière brand, which is obviously an extension of Alchemist, kind of did the same thing. We kind of were like, hey, let's put the big ingredient, the ingredients on the back, yeah. and then the, the explanation on on the producer, even on the front. It's not an explanation on the beer. It's that yeah. you always want to put the producer forward. So. I mean, even your donuts, it's like there's the donut on the side with a bite <laughs> taken out of. So I, I love that kind of stuff. You know, I but my personal beer choices sometimes are like, oh, you know, this week I'm buying lagers, this week I'm going to buy super cool can designs. So it's <laughs> always changing. And now with IGAs, I mean, the IGA closest to me is they go uh, by brands too. So it's like, oh, here's, you know, obviously, uh, Diab now being yep. owned by one of the awesome. big boys. Yep. It's like, well, they're predominant, but then you guys are in the big middle fridge that didn't exist four years ago. And now there's a big, huge middle fridge that's all craft beer. And uh, I'm sure probably Frontiers and Collective uh, Ensemble Brassel, you know, they have a deal on the side. It's like, oh, well, I could grab a Baldwin and the other one here, and it's, I right? uh, get them on sale. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's what we do now because we, you know, we kind of touched a bit on it. We have, here we have Alchemist, you know, with Brassel and we, we make villains obviously here. Mm -hmm. So, and then we, we have a division called Brassel sur Invitation, which is our new projects. And the, the, we do co contract brewing as well because we have capacity here. So now we have space. We all, you know, most of the retailers will pull our brands together, which, you know, creates an, an impact. And to your point, you, you said it, like you understand, okay, this is brewed all at the same place. So it's easier for the consumer to, to, uh, to understand. Like compared to specialty, you said it, like they, most of the stores are, are set up by, by brands yeah. or by companies, which... Compared to, let's say, Peluso, you know, they're, they're set up by, by, by type of beer. Yeah. Which, it's interesting, the dynamic is like, hey, should we, you know, should we all go like that? Because, oh, you, you, know, you said yeah. it, like, hey, I want to buy lagers this weekend. Yeah. So I'm going to go in the lager section. But yeah. it's tougher to, to manage, obviously. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah, that's why I usually go to my beer stores. I, I'm in Verdun, so Malte Hops I have, oh, yeah. which was great. Like, when that place opened, I'm like, oh, I'm going to spend so much money now. So. <laughs> Uh, what's beer number three I'm going to be drinking here? Um, this is the yeah, this is the sour, the Camerys sour. So um, this is one of the the, the last ca can on the on the line mm -hmm. here. So we we made a partnership with a Camerys company. It's called Camerys et Compagnie actually, <laughs> in uh, L'Assomption, which is and then these guys Pascal, you know, the producer is really a great guy, and then they did other beers as well with uh, Tricoré even and McFerdy, so two other breweries in Lanaudière. So which you know kind of. <laughs> working all together yeah. so this is the first sour uh, first kettle sour that we did here 
um, you know, really a bit tart, but I think uh, not too much. So once again, really accessible. I think uh, you find it, you know, it's, it's interesting how Camerise is a fruit that, yeah. uh, you know, even yesterday with some people here and they're like, uh, what's a Camerise? Yeah. Sorry to ask, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, it's a fruit that's getting known and, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's really, I, I think, a right balance with the yeah. sour. So Perfect. Right. Yeah. Let's toast. Yes. Toast. Yeah, not too sour, not too tart. It's just no. like that right level. Like this is another, I, this would be a summer beer for me. This is something I would exclusively drink during the summer because it's, it's like that right level of fruitiness. Yeah. So we, like here, it's, it's interesting how, you know, yesterday I was looking at our lineup for the summer and then, you know, obviously Ooh. we opened the summer night. There's like five sours on the, yeah. on the, on the menu. We, we did one, like as she missed, never done any, any, any uh, before. And now we're doing like, you know, we launched a sour of Raboise on uh, the Alche, on the Atlantic line. So we're, uh, you know, we're, we're having fun doing those. And I think they're, yeah. to your point, I think it's interesting how we're, now we're debating it. You know, really a summer beer, but I think it's going to translate a bit more during the, the fall and the yeah. winter. A lot of, you know, a lot of drinkers that, you know, like people that I, oh, you know, IPAs, I can't drink that. Oh, I don't like IPAs. I'm like, well, I'll try this. Or I don't like beer. I'm yeah. like, even I give them this and then they really like it. So. One question I like to ask is like, let's say you have, you know, a former, uh, Bud most Coors drinker, so BMC drinker come in. What's kind of like that gateway beer you introduced them to? Obviously, the blonde would be predominant, but what else would you kind of try and shift them to? Well, it's interesting. I think it, it depends on what they drink because I, my new saying is IPA is the new blonde, yeah. <laughs> right? So I mean, it's yeah. interesting how, you know, you give him a, you know, Préjet Tropical from Vilain, which is, uh, you know, really, you know, fruity, you know, like a, um, Agurum, you know, what I'm saying? like so. But obviously, because like for me to give them a blonde right off the bat, it's 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 too easy, right? To to go back, you need to give yeah. them something that it will make a change, right? And after they'll go back to to the pills or, or the lagers, right? So so I think the sour, especially not to be you know talk about sex, but mm -hmm. women they love sour, you know, they obviously they love yeah. the, the fruit. So sours is are really is really a style that you want to give them. But actually, I'd like to give them the new IPA, the New Englands, because. And it's because it's like, okay, I'm switching to craft beer. Mm -hmm. Now I'm drinking IPAs. Because a lot of consumer, that's what in their mind is like. It's like, okay, for me, craft beer is like IPAs. Yeah. So uh, another question I always ask is uh, collaborations. Now, obviously, you've worked with, uh, when it came to Camarés, a local farm. Uh, what are some other like, collabs you've done in the past, whether it be breweries, stores, or anything like that? Well, we, you know, we've, you know, in Brasses Invitation, we've done, you know, obviously, we're, we're brewing their beer. So it's not like we don't do the collab in mm -hmm. terms of the, you know, we didn't commercialize that way, but we've done, we work with Matera, you know, on, on their yeah. main beer. So the Real, the Match Parfait, and then the Tam Tam. So, you know, working with these guys, it's, you know, it's been really great. And they put their, I don't know if you say in English, their food, you know, their yeah. big, the big, the, the big okay, barrel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so because uh, one of our project is, uh, and then we work with Barbe Rouge, which is a guy from uh, Trois-Cristal. Mm -hmm. So we, we, uh, we did five beers with him. And now one of our project is we're, we're having a chez on the, I keep pointing over there because we have another building. Yeah. So it's, uh, we're, we're starting that. So we're, we're working with, with these companies to do that. So it's like, you know, do we have, you know, a, a dream collab? It would be more a question for my brewer, for yeah. our head brewer, because, but you know, hey, obviously the obvious one is Alchemist, but then yeah. for me, I'd love to do collabs because I used to live out West. So I'd do collabs with some of the guys that own breweries over there and then work with them and then kind of share, you know, knowledge and practices, mm -hmm. you know. I think that's what we're gonna, that's the next step in terms of the beer. So really excited. Yeah, I know the guys at Third Moon did like a five brewery collab and it was pretty much on Zoom and they like everybody sent them the ingredients and it's like, okay, you're going to add this much, you're going to add this much. So with the That's technology right. we have now, the yeah. stuff we can, the stuff you guys can create is just like, 
I'm yeah. super looking forward to everything that's coming out. And yeah, when we're allowed to travel to the U.S. again, uh, I'm going to Vermont for a month when I can. <laughs> but uh, just to add to that, I think the Lanoubière, I think, yeah. which is the, you know, our 15 breweries, mm -hmm. I think, you know, we're, we haven't, you know, that's what we're talking, right? Yeah. There's collabs coming yeah. uh, that are brewing, obviously. <laughs> and uh, so that's coming. So that's, for us, that's really what we're excited because, once again, I, I mentioned again, but we were excited about, you know, promoting our region and to work together and create even different stuff because the breweries here are quite different. Mm -hmm. Like, even just here in Joliet, we have Albion, which is all English or mostly English beers. Yeah. And then Malstrom, which is, you know, with Mikael, which is a beer brewer here. Now he's doing lagers and, you know, yeah. barrel-aged stuff, which, you know, it's, inter it's exciting for... Well, speaking of the Latinoid beer, who, who came up with that concept? Obviously, I'm sure you guys all jumped together and it's like, we need, we need a route. Like Vermont has a route, Quebec, so, you know, yep. we need our own. So, so who came up with that concept? Actually, the previous owner uh, wanted to do a festival, uh, you know, uh, three, four years ago. And then kind of like the concept fell through. And then, you know, there's an organism here that's worked for the regions working to promote the products. But, you know, nothing was kind of like, they were just talking, but, you know, ideas, but we need to have a strategic plan. So... Um, I'm, I'm to blame. I kind of took the, 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 you know, did a strategic plan because I'm, I come from the corporate background. I was like, hey, it's not complicated, but you know, to put it's not complicated, but at the same time, to put 15 breweries together. Yeah. So it's like, hey, let's do one step at a time. So we're like, let's just give us a brand identity and do have a route on a map, and then we can start to do collabs, festival, you know, retail activation, all that. So, so we finally kind of did it, and then we kind of get all together, just ourselves. And it's, it's exciting, interesting to see how, you know, and we want, I wanted to see, okay, is it just me that wants to do it, right? It's like, mm -hmm. okay, well, because everybody has to do it on their own time, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, but you could, could see the, the dynamic and people are really excited to work together, which is great because, you know, yeah, of course, I think beer people get along yeah. for the most part. We yeah. all have our common goals, but uh, it's exciting. And as I said, there's a lot of, there's new brewers and there, they were quite, I think, happier or surprised to see how we want to help them. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, during the pandemic, actually, we were not able to visit each other, but I was doing a radio uh, a show, well, not a show, but a, a five-minute mm -hmm. segment in a, a year. And so I invited every brewery every week. And then after that, we were bringing them here. So and then we, you know, so I kind of created a dynamic and they were like, hey, need help, you know, yeah. on, on whatever. We have, you know, bigger equipment. We have more people. I have, I have a, you know, mechanic guy here full-time. Yeah. So, so we can help. So that's, uh, that really created the, the foundation of, you know, I think a lot of good things that can happen. Oh, I do find a lot of you guys are like more than willing to work each other, you know, oh, uh, let's say Le Fementer, you know, they're like, oh, we ran into like crystal malts, do you have any extra or something? You guys are always willing to spread the love. I'm sure there's some guys who are like, oh, no, me, 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 but it's rare that we've seen that. Everybody we've ever speaking to, spoken to from influencer to beer store to, to brewery, all you guys are like awesome. You want to spread the love. You want to keep each other going. So I, I love hearing that kind of stuff there. It's let's keep, let's keep each other successful. Yeah. So. Well, for sure. And then you said like, I think, the, the macrobrewery is still 75% at least of the, yeah. of the market. So, you know, once again, we sometimes, you know, people come to our tap room and call, oh, you have a great beer, but there's still a lot of people out there that yeah. don't, don't know craft beer. So let's get together and, and build the pie. Well, like to, mm -hmm. you know, let's yeah. not try to, you know, fight each other. No, yeah. no, we all have, you know, we all advantage to, to work together to, to, to spread, yeah. spread the good news, right? So. I do know in Ontario, uh, macro sales went down about eight to ten percent last year. I don't know what Quebec's like. I don't have like access yeah. to the, those numbers. Like Ontario is very open about their beer sales, so it's it's nice to see like at least there's one province we know of that's starting to shift to like people want flavor. People want you know when there's new restaurants open. Oh, I want to try this new smokehouse. I want to yeah. try this new uh, Car Caribbean restaurant or Creole or whatever. So. 
Uh, I do find uh, generally as Canadians, we're willing to experiment when it comes to stuff like this. So it's, it's very cool to, to let us, you know, Montreal is like a big melting pot. I can go get Portuguese chicken one day and then the next day I can go get dumplings from another place. So yeah. it's, I love seeing this kind of stuff and, and it's just keeping each other busy, keeping each other going. Let's, let's keep this business alive. Obviously as craft beer drinkers, we want you guys to support each other. We don't want one place to be like, oh, if you don't only spend my money yeah. here, then you can go. No, 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 no. You it's not worth it. Spread the love. It's short term so, gain that yeah. it's not worth it. And, but I think the pandemic, too, accelerated that here in Quebec. Because mm -hmm. I think we're, we're a bit behind from Ontario and the yeah. West in terms of, you know, consuming. And I, we can tell, you know, obviously you can tell that's yeah. my thing. It's like the industry and how it works. The big brewers, because of the retail environment, they're trying to stop. Yeah. And they were protecting their space at retail. But at one point, the big retailer is like, no, we have too much demand from yeah. the consumer. And the pandemic happened. It's like people are like, okay, I'm not spending on anything else. I'm going to, oh, let's, okay, there's craft breweries. Let me try to get yeah. into that. It's yeah. funny how, how many times I've heard that. Yeah. I started to drink craft beers with the pandemic, which is yeah. great. Because, so that's why the data, we don't have it. But for me now, we're at least, I think craft beer is about 25%. Because it's tough Quebec because it's a private retail environment. Yeah. You don't get yeah. numbers like the LCBO yeah. in the beer store, right? Exactly. So uh, so. Awesome. What's this last beer I'm going to be trying so, here? We launched a, a brand called Louis Louis. So some people might, might saw it. We, launched, we had four cans in the market when we started. But then we, we, we kind of put a hole on it and we, uh, because we did Louis Louis brand for the tap room. We wanted, mm -hmm. we created a brand in the, under the Alchemist to have fun, right? For our breweries to, to, to have fun. So we did a milkshake IPA, uh, raspberry milkshake IPA um, under the Louis Louis brand. And that was made for a tap room. So it's not in can, it's just for here. So we, we made it for here. And then, uh, yeah, so that's why like, eventually we want to do like, you know, different stuff like a beer with Joe Louis, you know, we call yeah. it Joe Louis Louis, right? <laughs> like we have a, a candy store across the yeah. street that we want to do stuff with like a candy shop, actually awesome. not a store. So we want to do like fun stuff for the tap room. We have a 200 liter system, which is actually the first, first system of Alchemist. So we kind of rebuild it in a movable system. And then now we're going to do, we call it Bain yeah. So that's, we're going to create some stuff. And then, you know, the Louis Louis brand will come into play in that. And eventually we'll do a, you know, different brands that, you know, for in cans, maybe if, yeah. if they go well here. For sure. Awesome. A toast. Uh. Ooh, that is tasty. Mm. Yeah, the lactose really like balances it out. It's very nice. Yeah, it's a, uh, it, it kind of aged in the, in the fermenter because it was ready before because we thought, yeah. we thought we'd open before. So, but it, it kept, you know, all this, uh, yeah, uh, pandemic's been something else for everybody. So <laughs> yeah, so somebody comes. Obviously, you have the Lanois beer, uh, but more specifically, somebody comes here, has your beers. What are some like close friends you recommend for them to to try next? Yeah, so um, that's why Lanois beer is fifteen breweries, and it's you mm -hmm. know, see, you don't not gonna make the fifteen ones. So you're, to your point, <laughs> so we have you know three breweries that are close to here. So we have Albion, which is a brew pub mm -hmm. downtown. So a lot of Stephen is making a lot of uh, his three brothers, and they do like a lot of English beers, old style. And they're actually building a brewery in St. Melanie right now, bigger brewery, so they're, they're expanding. But it's a really nice brew pub in an old house, and their beers are fantastic. And we have uh, Michael Fizet, which is uh, at Malstrom. Okay. Uh, so, you know, he's been a veteran in the industry. He's one of the first breweries here at Alchemist. Yeah. Decided to start his own brewery in 2014, 2015. 
uh, do a lot of loggers and a lot of barrel age, you know, like these wild cyber loggers are amazing. Yeah. So when there's a release, there's always a lot of our staff that are go there. And <laughs> so we, and then there's a new brewery called Apoticaire yeah. uh, from Davey. It's, it's funny how it's actually, it's an old brewer from Albion. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like we have little kids that are, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it's just in Saint-Jacques here. So it's like 15 minutes uh, west and they do mostly Belgian beers. So it's, uh, we have a little, you know, we're part of, uh, of La Nobiere, but we have obviously a little yeah. closer friends here that, you know, people come here and we, we say, hey, if you want to try those beers, those beers. And so yeah. it's just the beginning, but I think we want to create that. Say, hey, you know, go leave from, from St. Bruno, from Verdun. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I'm going to go to Joliet. I can visit four breweries really close. Yep. And, you know, we have a few good restaurants that we can recommend. So, yeah. so uh, yeah. When it's for the, for the Alchemist brand itself, what's, what's next for you guys? Yeah, so as I mentioned uh, a bit before, we're, you know, our next step is uh, we, had a, we just had our cider permit. Mm-hmm. So now we just uh, we just made some cider last week. So now it's in the it's in the, the barrel mm-hmm. right now. So it's gonna be ready in the in the spring. We had our distill our uh, you know uh, alcohol permit too. Yep. We're gonna make you know we made seltzer and we're gonna we're gonna make some alcohol for for 2022 to SEQ. But the main part is because we were lucky enough to have two buildings, so two separate buildings. So we're gonna have a wild side. So we're gonna brew beers on this side and we're gonna push it on the other side and then get it fermented in, in barrack and, and all that. So we're gonna do Saison and we have like a Saison Cassis now in the making. We have, so we're building our share right now. So, so it's, it's funny for people to hear that Alchemist doing this, it's like, yeah. whoa, okay. But so we, that's why we're, we did a lot of project in the first two years, but now that's the project for you know, 2022. And we're, you know, we're really excited to launch that, that line. Uh, and kind of, uh, you know, surprise consumer. And, and I mentioned a bit before, but for us, that's our brewer there. You know, you ask them, all four of yeah. them, do you like to work here? You can tell, like, they come here with a big smile because I, we give them the freedom to do all this, right? Yeah. So, and uh, even the, the next beer that we do, with, we did two beers with honey with the producer from here. And now we have one, it's like a, a, vein, a barley wine uh, with burnt honey oh. in, in a bourbon barrel. Oh, <laughs> and okay. I tried it yesterday, and then my brewer is like, "It's ready." I'm like, yeah. "Okay." He's like, well, "Wow!" But it tastes. I taste it. I'm like, "That tastes winter." Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna launch in November. Yeah, so. that's what uh, I, it, it happened with uh, Benelux because in Verdun uh, we were doing kind of a, a winter festival or uh, like between winter and spring, and it's like Benelux came out with a barley wine, and I'm like, "Oh," and they're like, "Oh," and we can heat it if you want. I'm like, "I'll try that." <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so that's yeah. our, uh, and then we're, uh, we're working with the city because we have the tap room and now mm-hmm. outside we haven't really done anything, but uh, in the spring we're going to, we're working with the city to have a little, uh, yeah. like, you know, like a consumption area, not just because we don't, we're not in a city, so we don't have yeah. a, a wooden patio. We're going to, we want to have something with like, you know, wooden structure, lights and picnic table. So we're working to do a little, you know, a bit like Barabas, you yeah. know, I don't know if yeah. you've been there. So, so uh, yeah, so we're looking to do something and, and become kind of a touristic hub because we're right in the middle of Lanoziar. Okay, so an idea that we saw out in New Hampshire, they actually built kind of uh, plastic igloos that were heated that people could go in and get served. So No way. Just an idea. <laughs> just okay, saying. I'll take it. I'll put it yeah. in the pocket. Mm. Awesome. Uh, this has been fantastic today. I really appreciate taking time in your schedule to speak with us about uh, the brewery and your passion. And, and obviously, you're very happy with where you are and you yep. are definitely expanding, which is great to hear. <laughs> uh, I have another question for you today, so let the audience know where they can find you. So, yeah, so you can find us uh, at 681 Marion in Joliet. Uh, so it's pretty easy to find uh, uh, today with social media. Our, uh, our tap room is open from Wednesday to Sunday. Check 
online for our opening hours. Obviously, they're evolving. And uh, we can look on alchemist.ca, which is our website, with, you know, and you can find all our beers, all our, the information. Uh, obviously, there's a Vilain Brassard website. You can check that, too. And uh, so there's a store locator. So now we're about over 900 stores in Quebec, so you can find our beers pretty much anywhere. Awesome. Uh, as all that will be in the show notes, that's for us. It's allbeerinside.com is the website, at allbeerinside on all social media. And as I say in the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap.